Welcome to Third Opinion MD. I'm your host, Barbara Delatore. I'm a physician and artist bringing questions to you about healthcare and exploring simpler ways to restore and maintain your health. In this episode, it's my honor and privilege to introduce to you a master and a mentor who has grounded and guided me over the last seven years. Her name is Master Liu Ha. Master Liu is a renowned Qigong master of the Lingwei lineage, a school with teachings that have been passed down for 2,000 years. This forms and these techniques continuously evolve through each master to serve the current needs of the world around them. Master Liu began her training at the age of four under the strict but loving guidance of her grandfather, a highly respected Qigong master and Chinese medical doctor who treated the last emperor of China. By age 14, Master Liu had attained a level of Qigong master and was given permission by her grandfather to teach others. This was a privilege traditionally reserved only for men. Her life has been dedicated to sharing with others all that has been given to her. She teaches Qigong and healing techniques extensively throughout China, Europe, and the United States, and is currently on the faculty of the Oregon College of Oriental Medicine in Portland, Oregon. Master Liu, thank you so much for taking time to speak with me today. Thank you, Barbara. It's my honor. So today we're, we're going to start a few discussions, and I, I hope to bring you back in another episode as well. And I wanted to start with just the very first word I think we should talk about, and that word is Qigong. Now that is spelled Q-I-G-O-N-G. This is a, a word that can be pretty tricky for people to pronounce, but also um, one that's difficult for people to understand because it's still very new to the United States. Master Liu, how would you explain Qigong to someone who's never heard of it? Uh, first of all, we, we can just look at Qi. What does it mean, Qi? Qi is energy. So this, you know, everyone can pretty easy understand. Uh, you have energy or not, don't have energy. Uh, gong uh, basically, you know, uh, of course, have many layers meaning, but, uh, you know, the foundation. So how we can uh, uh, practice and, uh, um, you know, managing the qi, uh, charging the qi, then we, we feel, you know, every day feel good, more energy, then more positive. Now, what would you say qi is for people? Because I think in here in the states uh, we talk a lot about science in medicine but we're not very used to talking about energy and and i know that energy is not the exact translation of chi how would you describe chi well uh so uh chi uh, it's inside of air just like you need air then you you know inside the air it's the power of the air which which each it's chi and and then gong would be more like the cultivation or cultivation and different uh, method uh, allowed you how you processing you know um, bringing the qi more efficiently uh, in order to help you maintain good health and uh, um, you know uh, also help help you physical, emotional, uh, all level, you know, problems can help you um, re- uh, recovering. So recovering from like illness or from? Yeah, from illness. Yeah. And and in, in a typical visit, because I'm a physician in Western medicine and also a physician in Eastern medicine, 
in a typical clinic, people will go and get their checkup, right? So they, they will get their blood work, they get a mammogram, they, they have a colonoscopy, and they're told that everything is okay. What would you say about that? Is, is that enough? Um, yeah, yes and no, because, you know, some uh, indication can tell certain things. Some they cannot, even in Western perspective, you know, just like a person, uh, if their blood circulation blocked, you know, uh, like more than 50%, they can tell. But, you know, before that, they cannot tell. So that's why a lot of people just have uh, health checked up. And then six months later, have a heart attack. How you explain that? Yeah, and there are so many people that get a cancer diagnosis and they are surprised. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then also, uh, you know, sometimes because it's a machine tell you, <laughs> so sometimes machine uh, made a lot of mistake, you know, because, because it's hard to read everything. Machine and the body, you know, it's different. Body is body. Body, it's not machine. No, it's it's a... Uh... It's greater than that, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes a lot of cancer might be uh, just the images, uh, images, the, uh, you know, um, then uh, when the person have a lot of negativity, a lot of negative thought, so that can project images, then might be can read and the machine. When the person changed, you know, everything, their mind, their subconscious, uh, getting better, those images just disappeared. You mean the, the images like an X-ray or a right. CT? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, a lot of times the Western doctors will say, well, it must have not been that serious. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost yeah. dismissive of what the power yeah. of, of the human potential can be. Right, yeah, because I had a client. She was, every year she did check up for her breast cancer, they did not check it. Then on, on the fifth year, they, they said she she was a stage five, four, under the stage four. And what happened? Then, um, yeah, then, you know, they, they, they don't know. They cannot explain then, you know, herself. She was so surprised. She's like, how that could be? Every year, you know, I did, breath, you know, mammogram. Why they cannot tell you know, I had a stage one. Why just, you know, suddenly I, I was stage four. Oh, so she did everything she was supposed to. She went year after year getting yeah. her test, and yeah. then suddenly it's there, and four, it must have grown. Stage four, yeah. Did in, in seeing her after that diagnosis, did she look back and realize that there were signs that she missed herself? Yeah, well, so that's why she, you know, she wants uh, another third opinion, <laughs> like your program. <laughs> Thank so you. that's why she came to see me, said, oh, if anything else I can do, you know, just, you know, believe the machine. We need to believe ourselves, but sometimes we don't know how to listen. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen your body, listen your feeling that, you know, how you feel, you know, it's not the machine tell you. Yeah, in our system where it's not that Western medicine is bad, it's it's good at some things. Yeah, definitely it's depending. So let's, you know, some it's really good with Western medicine. Uh, you know, some, you know, have to, uh, particularly for chronic problems, I think, you know, need 
and also lifestyle. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think more and more the the more people don't listen to their bodies or or live a life that is healthy, that's in accordance with who they are and how their bodies are. The more people are getting sick with chronic disease, and the hospitals and the healthcare systems can't take care of everybody at once. No, no. And, and so, with health, what does health mean to you then? Well, health、uh, means you know you you need be all level, you know, physical, mental, and emotional,、uh, you know, all in positive way and healthy. So basically. I think healthy. First of all, I have to healthy mind. That that's、uh, most important things. The positive thinking. Yeah, positive thinking, because、uh, actually, human,、uh, you know,、uh, our body is a three dimensional space. How do you mean by that? You, you like、know. a height, width, and depth to create a volume, like a three、right. D. Right. So that's a three.、Mm-hmm. Uh, then. Uh, So our mind is fourth dimensional space. Fourth dimension. Can you explain that for us? Fourth dimensional space.、Uh, so it means,、uh, you know, whatever our thinking,、uh, it's like a projector. Our mind is projector. What project into our body? So、uh, per se, if you have some stuff, just like a projector, the images. If you want to change the images, it's not that you change the images itself. You have to change the projector. So who is the projector? It's our mind, our thinking. So what we think matters in terms of what our bodies do, right? And yeah, yeah. how our health, yeah, develops. That's right. And changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what else is important for health? Follow the nature, you know. Think with the nature because we are part of nature. The problem current, you know, in the twentieth、uh, century, everyone try to be machine, you know, compete with machine. We want to be, you know, just to see who is faster.、Uh, you know, we're more and more move away from the nature. And、uh, so that's the bigger problem, causing you know more and more problems, physical level, mind level, and、uh, emotional level. So this is also because of that,、uh, you know, kind of we end up this you know big pandemic. You mean that the way the way we have been behaving, going against the current of nature, yes, the pandemic that we have now is、yeah. partly from that. Yeah, exactly. Because first of all, you know, we try to compete with machine. We treat the earth like machine, you know. So that's why now the earth is so suffering, and uh, uh, yeah, then it's time to wake up. It's time to.、Um, Help ourselves, help the help the earth, yeah. And you know, with I, it's interesting about waking up and how you know Qigong will go back to that concept of you know it's not really taken hold yet here in the United States. It, we see it more in Europe, and、uh, you've been teaching actually in France for longer than you have in the United States, and you're originally from. Which part of China were you from?、Uh, north, north of China. North, yeah. Yeah. and and so could you still teach both? Right, right. you still yeah, teach yeah, yeah. in France and、yes. Europe. 
How would you say the students are different in Europe versus here because they've been learning Qigong from you longer? Right. Yeah. Well, I think people who interest Qigong, uh, you know, their awakening level, their qi level, uh, so pretty much similar. They are thinking also pretty, you know, also kind of uh, um, similar. The only difference is maybe in Europe, people they, you know, they. They have more vacation. They have more time to practice. <laughs> they have a better life, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. So that so they can you know join the class and everything you know. Yeah, <laughs> better. What do you think is the reason? I I have thoughts about how qigong is not taking hold here, and it ha- has a lot to do with our culture and the loss in translation of the language of Eastern medicine mm-hmm. here. In Europe, France, the Jesuits brought back Chinese texts from China and had been working with acupuncture for centuries. Here, it's not so old. It's less than a century that we've really had Qigong here. What would be one thing that you would tell someone who says, you know, why do you want us to learn this? Isn't this like yoga? How is that different from yoga? Um, Well, uh, you know, have some kind of relation with yoga, yoga. Um, but uh, qigong, it's you know, first of all, it's what we call the medical qigong. It, it, it's also, uh, you know, help you this life, and as well as next life. You know, a lot of time yoga attached also w- with religion. You know, this life, next life. You know, they more pursue uh, spiritual life versus you know this body. Um, so Qigong will take care of your this body and also have infinity of life. Are you referring to the, the roots, the, the Taoist, the Buddhist, Confucian roots of, of medical Qigong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They combine, you know, all together. Yeah, which is also foundation of Chinese medicine. And the similar theories, yin-yang yes, theory, yeah, five yeah. elements. Right, yeah. But can people practice Qigong and still be religious or spiritual in another way? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's not have any conflict, you know, because Qigong is really the way how you should, you know, flow, uh, harmonize with the nature. It's a philosophy versus just religion, you know. So, you know, actually uh, work great together, you know, yeah. I have all, you know, all students have all kinds of religions. Many patients and other people have told me over the years that learning Qigong is too hard when they haven't taken it yet, or if they tried a little bit. Yeah. They, they say it takes too much time. They tell me they can't sit still to practice. If there was just one thing a person can remember from all that we talk about today, about being healthy and practicing Qigong, what's the one thing you would recommend to the listeners? Well, it's uh, so easy. Just, you know, um, brush your mind. <laughs> as <laughs> brush. Always, yeah, as I always mentioned that, you know, uh, again, I said 100 years ago, um, you know, very few people brush their teeth, you know, before nighttime, right? Then, you know, just two, three minutes. This is at least two, three minutes each time you brush. Then just take three minutes breathing. Then you brush your mind. And then what would you hope to see in 50 years? 
Yeah, so exactly same things. Just you know, fifty years later, everyone at least brush once their month. You know, uh, or internal take an internal shower at least once per day, like brushing their teeth twice a day. Yes. Ah, yeah. 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 I hope so too. At least we'll—I'll、uh, be working on this with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if once people have been practicing, because a lot of people also, when they say it takes too long, you're saying as little as three minutes a day is something, right? Yes, It's better、yes. than nothing. Yes. There are forms involved in Qigong, and your origin—I would love to talk about your background in just a moment—but that. It, If, does qigong have to be about the form as people progress with their cultivation of qi? No, not at all. Because、uh, only you know, just like again, different qigong form is just different example. You know, just like when I tell you yin yang, what's yin yang? Then a lot of people said I don't understand. Then I give you another example. Oh, look sky, look the earth. Ah,、uh, you know, some people said, oh, I'm blind, I cannot see it. Same thing, just like oh, I show you another qigong, like eight treasures. Some people said, oh, I, you know, I still don't feel the qi. I still you don't, you know, still have this problem, that problem. Okay, practicing another form, you know, just like okay, you you don't see. Then I show your parents. Look, your dad is young. Then your mom is in. Again, another form. It's almost like we, we you don't you don't just read one book for your education. You would read several books to form an idea. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's why just like oh, when you read a million million book, then when you write something, it just like water. It just comes very、know? easily. Yeah. 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 So it, it's not okay. We read one book, everything. You know. Yeah. I wish it was that easy. <laughs>、um, what percentage, or, or how many students do you think, give or take, are they continuing Qigong practice out of the ones that start the journey? Oh, I think majority people. Yeah, yeah. And what do you think stops the ones who don't continue? Well,、uh, stopped.、Uh, first of all, you know, because you know. They have too much work, and you know family reason and this that you know then、um, and also it's depending, you know where、uh, their environment you know the the world you know just too much luggage they you know they could not continue take some qigong class really like true baggage right and and qi baggage yes yeah yeah <laughs> exactly I wanted to talk a little bit about. My Qigong journey, just a little bit, and the reason why I'm doing that for the listeners is that I, I, I want you all to understand that I may have master level certification, but I'm just a beginner, and we're all beginners. We're all beginners, <laughs> and it took a while for me to feel qi, like you were describing. You know that it, it I had to learn many forms before I started to feel something、yeah. significant. And one thing I wanted to ask you is: Do you remember when we first met?、Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> How about? Do you remember when I first saw you? What you told me? Yeah. So I think kind of roughly. I'll tell you what I remember, and I and one of the reasons why I do is it was very significant to hear that from you at the time of my life. But I saw you seven years ago. And there were three people that told me to see you that didn't know each other. Yeah, 
within a month's time. And so I thought, well, I probably better see you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so when I did see you, I remember that you, it wasn't that you were angry with me, but you, you were very adamant, like it was almost very urgent yeah. that you tell me yeah. that yeah. I better change or else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned something about uh, that deeply rooted thing sometimes takes pulling it out of the body very gently like a silk thread. Right. I was wondering if you could talk about that. Yeah, so first of all, you know, uh, you mentioned that, you know, just beginning, you know, you uh, you don't feel the chi and after, you know, you're practicing well, then feel, you know, you learned several forms, then you start gradually. But actually, you don't feel it not means did not change, you know, just like, you know, actually, you become gardener, you're planting a tree, you know, tree always starting a bamboo starting like roots, but you don't see any anything on the top. Then, you know, a lot of people said, Oh, I planting that tree, it does not grow. But the roots, it grow. When the roots grow twice bigger, then you'll see the result, which is exactly the same things. You know, when you're practicing Qigong, one form, you don't feel it, but the deeper roots, it's starting sprouting. And then same time, you know, then gradually you start, you know, pull up all the blockages, then one by one, it's like you pull the thread. It's very gentle and visible, and you, maybe you don't feel anything, but it means so subtle. It does the job. And when you mean by blockages to the audience, you mean that if for good health, we should have qi flowing, like a river. If a river block, you know, then then it cannot flow. Then uh, just like become a dead water and then start to smell and then start have a lot of bugs. So exactly the same things, the images, the body, chi and the blood has to flow. Yeah. And, you know, all the water system. In Chinese medicine, one of the reasons I, I think that people don't understand it or, or take it as seriously is because it's a beautiful metaphors are used in the language. Right. And so describing types of water, whether it's a pond or a river or a sea or s bubbling spring. But in, in our language, we use different mm. different focus. We also don't talk about channels in the West. We focus on the muscles and action of muscles and right. the surface, yeah. Yeah. structure, anatomy. Yeah. But they're both equally important. They just, they can play well together, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, again, uh, as we said, chi, we cannot see it. But gradually, you can feel it. And uh, again, we said, you know, oh, our body, it's always the muscles, it's visible. But, you know, invisible thinking can damaging or can repair your muscles. You know, you're thinking we cannot see, but however, you know, can impact so much for our physical health, emotional health. Yeah. And why do you think so many people are emotionally so imbalanced? currently well because that's just uh, you know people again because with uh, this fast paced uh you know life people start to gradually losing our senses of course a lot of things you don't know you can learn that's okay but we cannot lost senses which animal look your dog your cat whenever you 
give them offering food. They never eat right away. They always smell. Not human, you know. Most people they bring the food there, eat right away. You know what? If it's poison, you know they cannot tell if it have poison. So that's why we gradually people senses start to shut down from、uh, smell and、uh, taste because while you taste the food, you're looking something else. Even you don't really know what you're eating. And even knowing whether there's a cancer growing inside them, the、right. feeling that yeah, exactly. Then touching,、yeah. so that's why with all the touching screen, your touching machine, then you start falling love with machine. The problem machine can never never love you. Right. You you touch、yeah. your body, you fall in love. Your body, your body will love you. You know, you touch another person, another person loves you. If it's person, you touch tree, you know, but no machine. So, so that's why the people will get more and more depressed, more and more、uh, problems. Yeah, and why the pandemic has awakened some people and made things worse for others because、yes. of that disconnection. Yes, with yeah, themselves yeah. and with each other. Yeah, what would you say、um, with with all the technology and medical advancements? What could the healthcare system do to improve to make it better? But I think, like what you do, that's exactly <laughs> the Western medicine should cooperate. You know,、uh, you know, it's also like third opinion functional functional medicine. You know, it's not just okay. You have blood pressure, take a medicine right away. You know,、uh, instead of they need, you know, they can, you know, they can take a medicine help the controlling. But they need to change their lifestyle. You know, they need you know do some thing, something for their body, for their mind. Then that's hundred percent healing. It it has to change in elementary school and medical school and college. It has to change so early. Right. In medical school, I had one nutrition class. One. Yeah. And that's another. We'll do that another time. We'll we'll talk about food as medicine. Exactly. Yeah. But in in our Western training, we get very little lifestyle medicine, and that's one of the things I want to thank you for. Is that in the last seven years, you did more for my health、yeah. than all my years of training. And not to say that my training is not good; it just was missing. Right, big、yeah. component of that lifestyle. Yeah, because this is the rules. So that's why you know Qigong and the Chinese medicine were treating the rules. It's not the plants, you know. The leaves turn brown, we just cut off. You know, when you you need to change the roots. When the roots change, the healthy leaves will, you know, sprout. It's not just keep cutting off. In in your background, you you trained very early, right? Your your grandfather passed down、uh, to you. When you were four, just four years four old, years. Oh,、yeah. uh, were you excited about that at first? Ah、uh, no, you know this age. Of course, you want to play, and you know you don't really, you know, because you work with the nature, and then you don't, you know, feel. Then, of course, this age,、uh, when you step into the qigong,、uh, finally, it's part of nature. Then, just right away, you know, you can feel, you can.、Uh, You know, experiences qigong take in much easier. Of course, when you go earlier, it's easier. It be 
for for children to to learn to learn qigong, qigong yeah mm-hmm. because you know children first of all they they are in the stage of qigong already there then children they can focus they they have their senses as i mentioned that so you know they have their six senses yeah so as you know adult more and more replaced by the machine we start losing six senses then you know just like again um people with the high technology you know they replace your memory one day when you lost your iphone how many phone number you can mem- you can remember if you can remember 5 or 10 people will think you're genius <laughs> <laughs> six sense level become lower and lower yeah, because kids are getting their hands on on t- the digital technology earlier and earlier. Right, as a yeah. babysitter yeah, in some yeah, cases. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And there's high rates of anxiety and depression in in younger. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Younger population. Yeah, yeah. How would you look at the events in your life when you had the big challenges? Because you know everyone sees you as the qigong master. What were the challenging parts in your life when you were cultivating your qi and and on that road in the beginning? Well, uh, challenging, I won't say challenging. It just, uh, you know, uh, I feel through the Qigong, actually, oh, uh, you know, really help, him, help, help me, oh, discovered the, myself. Oh, I can do this. I can do that. Actually, more developing my pot- potential instead of... Uh, I would say challenging, you know, it's not challenging, it's integrate myself, you know, then I can see the things then you don't see. <laughs> do, 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 do you know what I mean? Then oh, I can see the channels, then you you can be the person you want to be. Scientific, a lot of time, okay, you have to see it, then you, you can believe, you can, you know, right. but... A lot of things you 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 see it's not through your eye you know you you see at once a lot of things at once like an integration you were mentioning an integration of yeah, your yeah, true self yeah yeah so this is you know of course you know children uh, easier because they they have less blockages as adult actually everyone has this potential. Really, a goal would be to become the the child, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, everyone uh, can be sprout as beautiful flowers. It's just between seeds and the flowers, right? The between have a uh, something. How you want to sprout these seeds become the flower you 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 belong to. You know, between you need the water and the earth and take care of it. Then you can sprout. The best part of you, you can be best part of nature. You, you can develop. You have a lot of seeds inside of your body. You just need to put the right amount of earth, right amount of water, <laughs> you know, which is, uh, yeah. Well, I, I believe you, one, because that it's happening. <laughs> it's happening for me. And I, I'm, that's what I'm really grateful for. And that's why I love to talk about this and bring you on the show for it. Thank you so much for for taking time to, uh, for this episode. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Barbara. So you did uh, really great work for the world uh, from a Western doctor. You know how can bring help people better? Yeah, so I'm sure 
that's the way should be. Here's to the new chapter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Third Opinion MD podcast is produced by me, Barbara Delatore, and is generously funded in part by a grant from the Regional Arts and Culture Council. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle. I'd love to hear from you. Please send me your comments, questions, or suggestions for future topics and guests you'd like to have on the show. You can find the contact form under the podcast tab at the website thirdopinionmd.org. Any comments made by the host or guest on Third Opinion MD reflect opinions about health care and self-care. Please consult with your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Be sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast and submit a rating on your favorite podcast player. Thank you for listening.